Hey guys, welcome back to the Get A Little Weird Podcast. My name is Nate Murray. This is going to be a short little intro. I just want to say thanks to Trevor. It means a bunch to me that you would come on and uh, kind of re restart my heart for the for the thing at hand, you know, for the podcast. So, um, yeah, if uh, hope you guys enjoy this one and hope there's many more episodes to come. Peace. Hey. Hello. Hey. So, uh, just to recall the, just to recall the rules. Um, uh, probably every thirty minutes we'll re, we'll I'll send you a new link. Other than that, we're good to go, right? Yep, we're good to go. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, I really appreciate this. Uh, you may actually be the savior of the podcast. <laughs> so. Oh, I definitely definitely will be. It'll be nice. So let's start out things serious. Uh, how was your pee break? Uh, it was it was good. Everything came out fine. Um, didn't get anything on the floor. It was all in the toilet, and the toilet flushed successfully. That is that is all you could ask for, really. And like all hygienic uh, people, I licked my hands afterwards. <laughs> Make sure they're clean. Perfect. Just per- <laughs> just perfect. Um. Well, it has been a moment. I wasn't I wasn't too sure exactly how many moments it's been since uh since you and I last talked at all, but especially on the podcast. It's probably been it's probably been before the fall, right? October maybe? November? October, November? Hmm. Possibly. Let me see if I can open my podcast app, and we'll find out for definitely sure. Fill this blank space with something else, though. So talking, so talking. I think, yeah, I think it was the, we were talking about the line. The line. Uh, or the, the wall or whatever, the Saudi you- Arabian... Yeah, August fourth, twenty twenty two. Wow. Um, huh. Wow. Well, I we, skipped a month of September, then and went right to thinking October. <laughs> we I, we probably talked on the phone in October, is what it was. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So what's I mean? You're still you're still with the bank, and that's probably nothing else has changed, right? Yep, nope, nothing else has changed. So still still with the bank, still same position. So You're still rocking the beard? Uh no. I uh I have a mustache uh still like always, but um oh I cut my hair. Um it was super long. Donated that to uh cancer charity. That's sweet. Yep, it was uh sixteen inches long. What? Yep, went down past my shoulders. I had um, I started growing it. My last haircut, um, I cut it on my birthday. Um, but my last haircut before then was uh, did I lose you? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> I guess when my phone locked, it uh, 
um, ended the recording or something. But um, yeah, I got a haircut in 2019, December, and then I didn't cut it until my birthday of last year. So, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty long. It was annoying. I hated it. Did you did you wear it in like a like you banded it up in like a ponytail or something or? Um, sometimes yeah, sometimes I did like a a really really tight like man bun type thing that looked a little bit more professional. It was hair out of my face and stuff, but usually I just wore it down, um, just behind my shoulders. So that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could grow my 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 hair grows out. And the only part that grows down really is like the back of my head. And so like I could have actually gotten a sweet mullet, but I just, I kind of work at a kind of upscale place and I just don't want to really hamper my, uh, the way that my boss sees me and that kind of, well, not my personal boss, but the big boss. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to hamper how they perceive me. So I, I did. Uh, I did not trim my beard, but I did get a haircut just this past week. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, haircuts are pretty good. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless you're Samson. Yeah, unless you're Samson. Yeah, or unless you got your haircut at Oxford Great Clips. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There was. Did I, I ever I did tell you about um, <clears throat> what's that? I think uh, once one time I uh, got my hair cut there. I think by the time you were there, the the lady who was the worst, she wasn't there anymore. Oh, nice. Uh, her name was Mountain Dew Lady. That makes sense. <clears throat> did she have green hair? No, she drank Mountain Dew and smoked nonstop. I think she even smoked inside the Great Clips a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so she was essentially Dishroom Scott. She was essentially Dishroom Scott's mom, probably, more like. <laughs> um, he came out with nicotine stains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, it's really bad. My, my dad, cause obviously we're not saying his last day, so whatever, I don't care. But, um, my dad said he saw this room Scott one day and was like, Ooh, kind of a bad, uh, kind of seemed like he was down on his luck a little bit. Um, but yeah. he still lives in the, he still lives in the same house, not a, barely a few miles from my parents' house. And, uh, but it's, it doesn't have any siding on it. It hasn't had siding on it in like three years. It's just got yeah, that. I, uh, uh, it's got Tyvek <clears> on it. Yeah, I, I think he's been down on his luck since probably like, I don't know, maybe 62. <laughs> what the year he was born? <laughs> Essentially. Something's got to give eventually. What's the what's the worm inside the bottle? What does that do for you? Is that good luck? He's found a few of those probably, right? Mm-hmm, maybe. 
I can't remember what's the point of it. Is it just so that you can say you drank the whole bottle of tequila or something, or? Um, I think it was. I think it started to show the quality of it because the if it's low proof, the worm doesn't die like instantly. But if you drop it in and it's high proof, like it's supposed to be, it, it dies pretty quick, and it wiggles. Hmm. And I that's think like I could a, be completely wrong, but that's a standard. That's a standard practice. Like they just pick the worms that are probably just a grub that feeds on the on the plants. What are those plants called? Uh, agave plants. Agave. Yeah, I forgot that agave and tequila is the same plant. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yep. um, do you know I've had multiple drops of agave, but I've never once had a drop of tequila. It's pretty interesting. Well, I've had, I've had on that same note, I've had poppy seed bagels, but I've never had opium. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And that's wild. Okay. Like, because they're derived, like they say, they always tell people like, don't eat a bunch of everything bagels before you go to your drug test because you'll fail it. Like, yeah. I think Mythbusters debunked that, though. I think you had to eat, like, 4,000 bagels for it to even register. (laughs) Hey, when I'm in the mood, dude, I'm in the mood sometimes, for real. Have you ever had the Everything Loaf from Walmart? I have not. I I am not a a peasant, so I don't shop there. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. Have you ever had the Everything Loaf from Sam's Club? (laughs) (laughs) yes i have (laughs) it's pretty good (laughs) so brad and i um we used to hang out when he lived at fox and the hound in oxford and uh one night i brought over a loaf of uh i brought over a loaf of um everything bread just the french bread and he'd never had it and uh he was like this looks like a freaking pork loin (laughs) like doesn't even look like bread but he fell in love. Yeah. Well, I I should have I should have brought stuff to talk about and I almost did. I think maybe I've been having a lot of dreams that like seem like reality lately, so I feel like I did a bunch of research in my dream but not in real life. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say I, do, uh, talk about this dream that you had about me. <laughs> oh. Well, you know what? That's funny because I don't, doggone it. I should have written it down. I was like, surely. And then I've had crazy dreams all night, like every night since. <laughs> so I, I can't even remember what the dream was. But you, you know, you made the point. This is a very good point. Um, why could why could someone how could someone claim that God does not exist yet on the same night of the day that someone is thinking so hard about someone, the other person dreams about that person like um, I don't know if you want to expound upon that or not yeah um no i was I was just saying you know it's it's super weird that um you can be connected somehow. Um, almost seemingly connected, like, um, you know, where if you're thinking about somebody or, 
um, something like that. And then they have a dream about you or vice versa. That's just, uh, it's a strange coincidence. If you, if you want to believe that it's strictly science and strictly, you know, coincidence. Um, but it just seems improbable, highly unlikely. Yeah. And it is, I think it does point to at least if you don't want to call God, God, at least a creator, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and like, okay. It always goes back to Miami between us, but this actually, I'm not just trying to make this go back to Miami. This is just a really good, <laughs> um, you know, thing to bring up. But so like you, you thought of me during the day and then I, and then I dreamed of you and I know for sure I had not thought of you that whole entire day. Mm-hmm. But here's one that's weird. I'm not sure you'll remember her from Miami, so I'm not even going to say her name. Plus, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say her name just because of the content of what I'm about to say. <laughs> but um, no, okay, Trevor, I need to. I'm trying to change in my life. Okay, I don't care. It was Caitlin. Okay, do you remember her? <laughs> I went to high school with her, and uh, she was a lesbian and she was a cook at Miami. Um, at Armstrong, she was uh, real skinny. She had she had blonde hair with blue and pink highlights. That Caitlin, or are you talking about uh, the small, very tiny Caitlin that had Pokemon stuff and uh, dated that brown haired girl? Mm, probably the first one. <laughs> I don't remember the, her having highlights in her hair. The she first had very one was like hair. kind of fat. And no, no, but the other one, the other one was like 40 pounds and like five foot one. Wait, they did the brown hair girl. Yes. Okay. That is yeah. starts with a B last name starts with a B. Yeah. I'm not going to say I am going to draw the line there. I'm not going to say. Yeah. So I went. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah. I went to school with her kindergarten to 12th grade. Okay. Mm -hmm. We were actually pretty good friends through school. Yeah. And probably. Probably this is why we're not friends anymore. So I, one night, it was on my last day off on like a two-day off stretch or whatever, like on my weekend. It wasn't exactly Saturday, oh. Sunday or whatever. So um, I knew that she shared a day off the second day that I had off, but then on her second day off would be my first day back. Mm-hmm. So I knew I would miss her that day. Well, so on that second day off of my break, I had this dream, right? And in Uh this dream, uh, she and I, we were in in like this, I don't know, dune buggy or something. And we, we drove up this mountain and at the top of the mountain was her mom's house. Uh And... I only knew it was her mom's. It's not like I knew it was her mom's house from when we grew up or something. It was not, I mean, it was not a house. Someone typically, it was almost like a tree house or something at the top of this mountain. But mm-hmm. I knew in the dream it was her mom's house. Her brother was there and there were some guys there we had to fight off or something. And it was, it was kind of a neat thing. I think in the dream, I knew that she and I were together in the dream as boyfriend mm-hmm. and girlfriend. But that's all that I knew. That's all that went on or whatever. So, so I want, I wanted to tell her about the dream is very vivid and it did stay in my memory. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I went that ne- that next day. I went into work. She was not there, and I knew that she wouldn't be because it was her second day off. And then the following day, she was not there. And then the third day, she was not there. And I was like, "That's weird." Mm-hmm. And I asked management, and they said, "Well, she just called off. She didn't really have an excuse. She just called off." So then that fourth day, she comes back to work, and, and she avoided me the whole day. About six hours in, I said, hey, I really need to talk to you about something. I had a dream about you. And she goes, oh, no. She said, I'll be honest with you. She said, I'm going to tell you about this dream. And I'm personally, this Nate Murray speaking, I'm not going to say the details of the dream. Um, but she said, I swear I almost quit because of this dream that I had. I didn't want to see you face to face. And so she allowed me through some some coercing of mine. She allowed me to tell her the dream and she was pleased when it was not as, you know, bad yeah. as she thought I was, you know, it wasn't as what she it wasn't as bad as what she thought I was going to say to her. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, what about your dream? And she told me this dream. And I was like, oh, my goodness, no matter, you know, no wonder you never want to see me again because it was a extremely erotic dream. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) Uh, And I mean, she is a person that since probably I would say 10th grade, she hasn't really been attracted to men like. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of uh kind of bad on two levels you know but like that's something where i go we both on the same night had a dream about each other now hers obviously took away different turn than mine did Mm -hmm. but so that's like a huge that's incredibly connective like um and i just yeah sometimes it makes you scratch your head and and you have to you you i think in my personal opinion, it's my viewpoint, but it's like when you have that, you either do one of two things. You you say, well, we are all connected and that means something or you explain the whole thing away and mm-hmm. or you you maybe even don't have enough to explain it away. You just go coincidence, period. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely strange and like when people try to explain it away, it's there's not really much to explain. Like, how do you possibly explain that of the exact time, the exact moment? It just makes no sense. And and it could be it could be somebody you haven't talked to, you know, in years or months or weeks or days. I mean, in our case, apparently, I thought we had talked, you know, October. I still think we did, but you know, we probably August, did on the regular telephone. You know, po- possibly august maybe uh and then all of a sudden sometime last week i was sitting at work and i'm like dude i should text nate like that i'm i haven't talked to him in forever and then you text me later that day like hey i dreamed about you last night i'm like oh what (laughs) yeah yeah that's crazy dude it's so it's so crazy and that's gonna Eventually, maybe, possibly, that'll make sense to us. Like, if we get questions answered in the end, you know, it'll. And if not, I'm cool with it being a mystery. I just like, uh, a lot of time, like, not the case with you. Not, 
I, I'm assuming not the case with the dream that I dreamt of you, but sometimes I'll have a dream of someone and I'm like calling them immediately when I wake up and I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. I had a dream about you. Are you okay? Like, because not that anything bad happened in the dream, but it's like, man, I haven't heard from you in a minute and there's no reason for me to have the dream, you know, if it's not for me to have to say something to you or ask, you know, if you're okay or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't remember anything about the dream with you in it recently this past week, but it was like, maybe that's just my bad. Maybe <laughs> you're in danger. I mean, watch, watch when you cross the street next, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or I'll just run as fast as I can into it. Either way. Either way. <laughs> Either way. Um, you know, it, it's kind of odd, though, the, the premonition part of, uh, of dreams. Because um, <clears throat> my uncle, um, when he was younger, uh, he worked as a security guard um, down at um, Cincinnati gardens i guess it was like the predecessor to i believe u.s bank arena um worked as a security guard and one morning he comes down uh, about to go to work and uh he kind of laughed and he told my grandparents he's like oh well um better watch out because uh my my grandpa had passed away at this point it was just my my grandma that he told this to but he was like dad came to me in a dream last night and told me not to go to work because I was going to get hurt. And, uh, you know, she's, he's like, well, it was just a wild dream. And, um, that night as he was making his rounds, a guy jumped out and, um, hit him with a a beer bottle, knocked him out. And he, uh, he always talked about that day from then on, like that was wild that, I got warned, laughed about it, went and then got attacked. So it's crazy stuff. Yeah, and that's detail. I mean, it you're saying it's your grandpa just is saying to him, Don't go to work tonight. Like it's not yep. like be be heightened in your senses or whatever. Like I said to you, watch, you know, look twice before you cross the street, like it's very much like here are details and yeah, you can't ignore that stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it's not even anything about, I think a lot of people go, Oh, that's superstition or whatever. It's like, dude, no, that's not like that's supernatural intervention in your life. Like take the sign, like run with it. Like obviously like if it tells you to do something crazy, like to kill your kids or something, yeah, don't do that. But (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, well, let's hear it out. Hear it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's that's wild. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna stop and I'll send you another one real quick. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Round two. Round two. So, um, funnily enough, this may be round one. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I don't know if the last one even saved. It's not it's not looking like it did, but that's cool anyways. Um I mean it's not. We just put twenty two minutes of our lives into that. But we'll hope we'll hope that it comes in and that it is saved. Um Man, if I knew it wasn't gonna save I could have told some more uh some more cool secrets about Miami. But save those for another day. Yeah, we oh Uh, you're recording. Awesome. So let's see. Seek. Okay. While we're on secrets, are you good with that? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's not really a secret. Um, well, let's see. The last episode was like a long time ago. It was like in November. Did you listen to that one? Um, I'm not sure if I did. Um, what was it called? It was called, uh, dude, you're not bragging. You just have better stories than me. I think I may have listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. Really quickly. Um, just go to the, go to the podcast page and then read the description of it as if you were telling me what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I really, I'm surprised when there's listens at all ever. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I really, I set out to give up on the podcast this year. Mm-hmm. That's not really secret because just hasn't been anything coming out, but. Um, yeah, I set out to give up on it and I actually started a blog, which I'm going to put the link to in the bio here, but, right. um, cause it was like a way for me to get stuff out. Cause that's all this is anyways. It's like a, at least the episodes when I'm monologuing, it's just a journal. That's pretty much all it is anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a journal that I can listen to listen back to while I'm doing chores or something like, and so, uh, it's, so I started the, I started the blog because it was like, I knew stuff that I could write about in short form would just be better written than like told on the podcast. It would make for something, I don't know, easier to digest a little bit better, Um, and every time I would go to make a episode, it was a monologue because I couldn't get anybody on here. And, uh, honestly, those first couple months of having like nothing to, or the first month and a half of having nothing to say, I was like, well, I'm not getting a hold of Trevor. He's just, I'm, I'm just not going to get a hold of Trevor because it's like, I I don't I didn't want to feel like I was making you the guy that I just had on because I couldn't have anybody else on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is definitely not what's happening right now. <laughs> just want to clear that up. But no. Uh, <laughs> so I I would get on here and I would like make these like segments for the podcast, and I was like. 
I would end up telling myself, like, well, crap, I can't even use that. And it turned out it just ended up being, like, too personal of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, either stuff I didn't want to say out loud on the podcast or stuff that, like, through looking at it, through a, uh, maybe even a warped lens at the time, I was like, uh, it's not even mine to say, like, so I should just shut up and delete. Mm-hmm. And I end up deleting drafts and stuff and not posting stuff. But um, so today kind of ends kind of maybe all of that darker stuff that maybe I couldn't share or didn't share or whatever. Um, today our divorce got finalized. Not mine and yours, obviously, but um, Stephanie and I's. So, which I didn't even, I don't know if you knew or. No, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't even know you were married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if we had been if we had been married, it would have been really weird to have had that picture of you on the uh, on the entertainment center so long ago. Yeah, <laughs> I I had not. I to, yeah, I I forgot I even gave that to you. Oh, that was. <laughs> yeah, I still got it. It's in a box somewhere. I can't remember where I put it because I I tried to put it up out. I tried to put it out when we moved here, and she was like, no, no, not again. <laughs> You've had it up at the last two places, so last three places, <laughs> actually. So um, Nice. I wonder if Chris Anderson still has his. You gave him gave, one? <laughs> yeah, I gave him one when he left, yeah. I didn't know that. That's so well, awesome. It was, it was a going away present. <laughs> That's so freaking awesome. I've I've given, I believe I've given eight people that picture, autographed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I gave it to you. I gave one to Chris Anderson. I gave one to, well, I gave three to my supervisors at Fidelity. Um, I gave one to somebody as a Christmas present at the hospital. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've given like eight people that picture. It's the same picture too. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the picture of me it, in a suit. Yeah, it's the sa- dude. Honestly, <clears throat> you look like you're a candidate for something. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked that picture. It was it was the same one. Um, and then yeah, I would just sign it and usually put something like "Follow your dreams." <laughs> dude, even. Even if it makes you look like a candidate for kidney replacement or something. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you do look like a candidate. <laughs> nice. Well, vote for it, me for kidney replacement. Yeah, I'll I'll t- I'll tell you. Um I was going to make some joke about like voting for you for president or something, but I don't even want to talk about politics. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. I know I it's, demand you talk about politics. It's your most it's your it's your most hated topic anyways, pretty much. I mean that's yeah, pretty much. 
That's it. If it's a lie, then that's at least what you've lied about this whole time on every single podcast on here. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, the only topic I dislike more than that is, um, talking about single mothers and minorities. <laughs> well, this so episode of the um, podcast brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say go into well, a commercial break. <laughs> So the thing we just totally, the news that we just totally blasted by, you know, is actually what leads me to say that I am definitely with a a, a single Puerto Rican mother of four right now. A mother of four? Mother of four. Huh. Wow. Is she like in your basement or? Do you have like a dresser for each of the child? <laughs> like the little, they sleep in the drawers. <laughs> do it, do it like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it like Tom and Jerry over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a joke. It was a poor joke, but um, no, yeah, I. Oh, yeah, here's another here's another big piece of news. It's actually like a bombshell. And it's going to finally get us into gear so that we'll finally hang out at Oxford like we were supposed to like three months ago. Yeah. Um, let me see really quick. I think somebody just called me. Yeah, I don't care. Um, it's the furnace guy, and we have like our furnace is shut off right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I should probably call him back, but I'll wait until we get off the phone. My mine um, is as well. Yours is? Yeah, mine mine went out Friday night. My house was like forty five degrees inside. Right on. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. Uh, that's actually weird because I think that's when ours went out Friday or yeah. Saturday, one of the two. Um, but we've well, luckily I went down the street and. Uh, or not down the street. I went 20 minutes south of my house to my parents' house and borrowed two big, uh, two big Eden Pure, uh, space heaters, space heaters. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Ceramic space heaters. And we finally, uh, we got them plugged in and the house is actually pretty warm right now. I'm, I'm sad that I'm sad that yours was 45. Do you rent? No, no, I, I own it. Um, I uh, <clears throat> I think I figured out what's wrong. So I ordered a, um, I believe the circuit board in the furnace is is bad. Um, so I ordered one online, and I'm going to replace it when it gets here. Uh, but it's not going to come between tomorrow and Friday is when it's supposed to be delivered. Um, so yeah, it's it just takes a long time to get any of these specialty parts in. Um, and then if that doesn't fix it, then uh, I'll suck it up and you know, pay 1500 bucks or whatever for a furnace guy to come out and fix it. Yeah. There, I called today just shopping around. And the one guy that answered the phone, he told me like a hundred dollars to come out. And then it's a hundred dollars for every hour that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and, actually not bad though. Cause they could be there 12 hours for only 1200 bucks. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's not too bad at all. Well, that's plus parts too. And I don't, but, mm-hmm. um, 
the guy, he was telling me, he said, well, no matter who else you call, because he knew I was kind of shopping around for prices. He said, no matter who you call, just know this. He says, just don't get some dumb idiot who thinks he can work on a heater a furnace to work on your furnace. And it's hilarious that you said you're going to order the parts and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it doesn't, honestly, putting a circuit board in doesn't seem like you're going to absolutely blow your house up doing that. No, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like four, it's four plugins essentially, um, wires. Um, I know enough about electricity and things to go ahead, shut, it's all shut off now, so I mean, it's safe to touch, but just unscrew that, plug in the new one, and then I'm going to flip power to it and, and see if it works. If it doesn't, like I said, at that point, I'm stepping away because I don't know enough about them where I don't want to cause more damage than what's already done. Um, yeah, for real. I mean, a whole, a whole unit's like $15,000. <laughs> um, I think right now, essentially what it was is the um, the power was no longer going to my thermostat. And I have a Google Nest like smart thermostat. So um, because the thermostat isn't powered, it can't tell the heater to kick on. So the HVAC unit just doesn't know what to do because nothing is telling it to do anything. So I, that's why, because that, that power cord, that wire that goes to the thermostat comes directly from that circuit board. So I'm thinking that the circuit board's bad. Um, the fuse is good and everything in it. So it's my only other option. And the only reason I'm trying this first is because I found one uh, online extremely cheap. Um, they're typically like $200, but I found one on eBay uh, for $25 and I offered the guy 20 and he accepted. Um, so it'd be worth 20 bucks just to try, um, before I go ahead and spend, you know, a grand on a actual guy to come out. Yeah, that's, that is a real good, I mean, that's an awesome gamble. If you can get in and out of there at 20 bucks. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So like I said, I know everything else works on it. Um, that literally is the, the only issue. Um, I even got it to work the other day myself. I went down there and I, I kind of crossed some wires and, uh, hot wired it a bit. And what I did was crossing that, those wires sent the signal to the heater to light itself. Um, it's a gas furnace, so it lit itself and it, it worked for the whole night. Um, and then, yeah, I went back out Saturday morning. So I'm guessing something again is wrong with like that that circuit board, it's not telling it to regulate enough. So, hmm. but, oh, well, but yeah, it is, it's, it's pretty, pretty chilly. I got one space heater in my living room, um, kind of heating it up. And then my, my bed, I'm got like nine blankets on it. Yeah. <laughs> but you can, <laughs> yeah, you can pretty much regulate your sleep. I mean, like I don't have a space heater on in my bedroom at all right now, I but know. when I get, I could be butt naked and be underneath the covers. As long as I'm under one cover, I can, your body can shiver while you're asleep and keep yourself warm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So just moderately uncomfortable. Hopefully it gets here tomorrow instead of like, you know, Friday, but the uh, delivery time was any time between Wednesday and Friday. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely, hopefully tomorrow, that'd be nice. And 
<clears throat> yep. But yeah, so one thing I was thinking about when I was saying that maybe we should hurry up and like hang out um, between now mm-hmm. and then is because I'm uh, pretty dead set on moving. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, my move would take me uh, about 13 hours from you instead of one. Where are you going to move to? Uh, <laughs> Why did I forget it already? Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, okay. That's not uh, that's not too bad. No, yeah, yeah it's I, not like. I think oh, it. Yeah, it may be closer. Maybe closer to twelve. I know I can get to some parts of South Carolina in like eight. Yeah, so it's it's nine and a half hours to where my grandma lives. Mm-hmm. Um, from from here, and then uh, it's another four. It's another four hours from my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. So. Now, huh. there's probably a more direct route than that. Um, yeah. But if I like, when I choose to go, you know, I will probably go and stop at my grandma's on the way down and spend the night there. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to do, I'm not really thinking about doing, even if it's 12, I don't want to do 12 hours straight by myself. Mm-hmm. Not too hot on that. Yeah, just do about 120 on the way there, and then the 12 will feel like 8. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the last time I drove to South Carolina, I fell asleep at the wheel and almost drove off a mountainside. So, <laughs> <laughs> not uh, not exactly what I want to do next time. But that, um, <laughs> what, what I'm figuring is uh, end of summer this year. Uh-huh. But there are certain um, what's the word uh there's stuff that's going to get in the way probably of that and it'll probably be next year spring but we'll we'll see um i yeah there's a lot of stuff that's it's already making my stomach hurt thinking about it, but there's there's a lot of stuff that might might could go wrong between now and then. But we'll mm-hmm. uh, we'll see we'll see what tax time brings. We'll see what some other stuff brings. There's a lot of you know I've lived my whole life here, and you know at the new job I've got a lot of you know people I'm close with, so I don't want to exactly you know, ditch out, but at the same time, I've never, I've never actually really done anything that I said I've wanted to do. And this is something I'm saying that I'm going to do regardless. So Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of swallowing a lot of, you know, you know, pain that might come with, you know, ditching on people or whatever, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, we definitely got to get, um, Get together sometime, like Oxford is that medium way, but I could go all the way to, I would go all the way to Cincinnati to see you, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I won't go all the way to Richmond to see you. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't, I, 
I wouldn't expect you to anyways. It's really not it's really not worth it. I, I won't go to South Carolina either. I'll I'll purposely avoid the entire state. <laughs> now I I will say this. There is there is something in my town that I'm in that I'm living in currently that is worth coming here for. I have another idea that's worth coming that direction for. What's that? Well. <laughs> we need to finally get that backpack. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So that's it's like a 15 year mission. We need to finally get it. We should do that. We should do that because here's the thing. If I won't be, li- I won't, if I won't be living in Indiana anymore, it won't matter to me if the whole town gets cursed and some hole opens up in the ground, if there really <laughs> is something cursed in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's shoot for, let's shoot for late <laughs> spring on that. We want to, if there's a, if there's a chance of us falling in the water, we want it not exactly being freezing. So. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. So, but yeah, we've, we've got to do that. And I honestly, I hope just to like, you know, stick it to life. I hope it's filled with like millions of dollars. That'd be amazing. That like, I would would cry. (laughs) Like, like we just, (laughs) we open it up and there's like, you know, 200 pounds of gold in it. (laughs) Yeah. That would be hilarious. It would just, it would be like icing on the cake of like, oh, all this bad stuff has happened. And then Nate and Trevor become instant millionaires because they finally open up the backpack. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Like I told my, I was talking to my, because my mom's always known about it, you know, but we were, she yep. asked me about it um, at Christmas time. We were talking about it and, uh, and my mom was like, yeah, I really just don't think you should do that. And I'm like, I was like, but what if it, okay. I said, mom, what if it is like bands of a hundred dollar bills? Like what if it's a hundred thousand dollars and mom goes, then it's probably drug money and you'll need to call the police. And I was like, I would not call the police. And Good she, thing. She's not my mom. Cause I yeah. won't have to listen to her. <laughs> so there's a guy, there's a guy that lives in Brownsville. And he was like, I think he was sheriff at one point in Union County, or at least ran for sheriff. He's been a cop forever. And mm-hmm. uh, my mom was like, well, you, would you at least tell him? Would you at least tell him? <laughs> and I was like, I, do, I still don't think so. And she goes, well, I will. I don't even care. I will. <laughs> I was like, mom, I was like, if I've got $100,000 in a bag, and the only thing keeping the only thing keeping me from having a hundred thousand dollars is my mom not shutting her mouth. <laughs> I was like, You're forcing me to commit a worse crime, mom. <laughs> Just tell her, say, you know, if I find that money, I'm gonna take fifty bucks of it, give it to a meth head and have him beat you to death. <laughs> Just to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Oh no! Just be like, Mom, look around. We're in Indiana. There's plenty of them here. (laughs) Twenty bucks of heroin, and you're gone. (laughs) No, honestly, honestly, I just wouldn't tell my mom, and then, like, 
because we'd be splitting the pot evenly, mm-hmm. um, 50-50. So if I had 50 grand in $100 bills, I would just visit my I would visit my parents one last time before I went to South Carolina and yeah. I would uh I almost gave away where my parents hide their money so that's not good. I think I've already <laughs> actually given it away on the podcast once. <laughs> but I would but I would roll like I don't know, probably 5 grand up or 10 grand up. Mm-hmm. In just a roll and shove it in a place. I'm not going to say where again. Um, <laughs> and just let them find it. Mm-hmm. And uh, cause I don't want, I wouldn't want, um, I wouldn't want credit for it. Yeah. Well, stitches or uh, snitches get stitches, not five grand so i will find it first and then beat your mom up (laughs) well she's like hey some guy just broke in and digging through our fireplace (laughs) and i'm like whose house are you in bob there's no fireplace (laughs) (laughs) no so there um there actually was, interestingly enough, there actually was a fireplace there, and uh, it caught the whole back room of the kitchen on fire. <laughs> well, the whole back wall is what I meant of the kitchen on fire, and so mm-hmm. uh, they blocked the they blocked the fireplace in. So it, it did its job, pretty much. Yeah, and you, you got mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fireplaces and burning houses down, that was one of my favorite things to do on The Sims for PlayStation 2 is I would put – I'd build a house in creative mode. I would put like 150 fireplaces in it. I would light them all, and then I would remove all the windows and doors. <laughs> Just watch them run around watching their house burn down. Why would the house burn down? Because all the fireplaces would be lit, and on The Sims, randomly, uh, fireplaces would catch the carpet and house on fire. Oh. And you're supposed to put it out, or if you don't put it out, you can run and make your Sim call 911, and then a fire fire will come and put it out. But if you remove the doors and windows, they can call for help, but help can't get in. So then they just, they just burn in the house fire. Oh, Dude, I've never played. I've never played a like a straight up Sims game. Like I played, I think, what Sid Meier's like Civilization or whatever, and I played uh, uh-huh. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm-hmm. But never, never real Sims. Like, did you play Roller Coaster Roller Coaster Tycoon? Um, I think I've played it once, but it was it was a years ago, and it was probably like a Flash version because I never bought the actual game or anything yeah it it wasn't i mean it already wasn't very high quality (laughs) but yeah so yeah if you played the flash version you probably played an all right still an all right version of it but Mm -hmm. the uh we used to holland and i used to play it and we would 
we would set up the railroad track or well the roller coaster tracks you could like mid ride you could take track out mm-hmm. and so we would take tracks out and uh have the roller coaster cart like shoot off into a lake or something <laughs> um and there was only it was really fun there was only one thing i didn't like about the game and that was Sometimes people would get off the rides and they would throw up and you would have to like click the yep. throw up to clean it up. And I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I would just leave it, just leave it in my park, have the park rating go down. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much what we're, you would see your dollars just dropping minute yep. by minute. Turn, turn it into vomit land. Did you Worst um swimming pools in America? <laughs> Dude, that's Worst swimming pools in America. No, okay. I yeah, never mind. All right, let's take another break. I'll send you another one, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I um you know, not to not to immediately come out with my claws or whatever, but I mm-hmm. wanted to uh I wanted to correct you about earlier. I actually have a cellar, not a basement. So uh, ac- outside access only. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bad. It's, so it's, at least it's better than a crawl space. Yeah, it's too cold. It's too cold down there to keep a Puerto Rican woman and her four children. Dresser and all. That's nice. It's still, yeah, still too cold. Well, you could... Uh... You could keep them, um, you could build like a little shack, like a utility shed. Keep them in there. That'd be a little warmer. That would. Um, I'll also say this. If I wanted a utility shed, I would have already built one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not, that is, I apologize. I have come out with my claws. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just I sat back and I listened to myself and I was like, oh yuck, cut it out. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it could be worse. You know, you you could uh, you could have a friend crap themselves at your birthday party. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget that. And every time, to be honest, every time I eat a bunch of rice like days in a row, I think about that. I'm like, I'm like, don't maybe don't do that because that's why you crapped your pants at Trevor's party. Like the funny, the funniest part about that entire night wasn't even that. It was when I went to sit in your car and like you had an open <laughs> bottle of water just sitting there and balanced on the seat and it went all over my back and my pants. <laughs> like, why would you have an open bottle of water just resting on the passenger seat? <laughs> Dude, I, my, um, I almost said like, unlike, you know, not unlike now, but really unlike now, my life was a wreck back then. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's not now. I'm, I'm glad I haven't, 
I haven't pooped my pants in public in like probably probably six and a half years now. Six and a quarter. It was your party, I think, was the last time. Well, I, uh, if it makes you feel better, I have never uh, done that. Not, not even <laughs> once. So. Wow, that's you know, props to you. So i I was at I was at work the other day, and I was telling this story to one of my coworkers <laughs> because I'm just evidently incredibly open about some stuff, and I. Uh, I was like, yeah, this one time I was like, I, I pooped my pants when I was asleep. <laughs> and I, w- oh yeah. Cause I was saying like, we were talking about pajamas and I was like, yeah, I don't, I used to not even use pajamas at all. I would sleep butt naked, but then I stopped that. Cause it was, I think it was in like 11th grade. I was sleeping on my stomach and I pooped my pants. I had diarrhea at night. <laughs> i said i said i had to like i had to like use my hands underneath myself to like inch myself off the bed and i had to like clasp my legs together real tightly because it was like someone had like poured soup all over my my back (laughs) (laughs) and i had to like go down the stairs face first on my stomach <laughs> keeping my legs like it was ridiculous um pretty pretty <laughs> pretty disgusting <laughs> but yeah it's like i like i look back i think i told that story like 2 weeks ago and i was like i looked back at that and i'm like i told that story openly in a department store like <laughs> Where people could hear it. And I just don't like. It's not really. It's it's way more funny to me. Than it is embarrassing. Like. Uh-huh. But that is definitely why I don't sleep in the nude anymore. I just. Plus I'm kind of. I don't know. I'm getting older. I'm a little bit colder at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I've done that either. So. Slept in the nude? Yeah, no. Mm. I, uh, I'm I'm a three piece suit kind of guy. <laughs> no, I uh, I I definitely uh, definitely have pajamas and and make sure to wear them. I'm the type I I don't think I'll ever actually sleep without like especially without a shirt on. I I hate that feeling of of the blankets on your skin. That's uh, kind of sad and weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. There's, I don't know. That's that's kind of like I don't know. Like I, I think that it doesn't bother me, but it's like. Kind of, you ever like have a thing that's like your deal, and no. someone and someone doesn't agree with it, you on it, and it just bothers you that they like because I'm like blankets on your naked skin is actually great. Like, darn you, diarrhea that you had to take that away from my entire body. Yeah, no, I I hate uh, hate that feeling. <clears throat> Maybe. 
you know, also, I've never diarrhea on myself in my sleep, so maybe I should try that and see if I like that. Maybe it's complete opposite. <laughs> maybe I hate the blankets, but then I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty nice lying here and covered in diarrhea on my stomach. Well, I'll go to <laughs> just you... okay. So I can't remember. Are you the one who hates Skyline? No, I love Skyline. Skyline's okay. amazing. Well, just like eat like 40 conies and then go to bed without going to the bathroom. No, see, again, that's the thing. Like my my stomach, I'm I'm an adult, so I can handle eating food. <laughs> and I don't I don't understand when people are like, like, ooh, ooh, I had Taco Bell. Now let me crap all over my house and bedding. <laughs> Like, okay, how about okay. you just, you know, be an adult and, and control your stomach? I'll be honest with you, dude. I'll be honest with you. I only said the Skyline thing because it's like a – I'm not going to say it's a given, but I would say that 80% of the adults that you run into, or, you know, as you would probably say in this case, supposed adults, they do say, Skyline hurt my tummy. Taco Bell hurt my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't have that issue. I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm not saying that food was the reason. I probably had the flu and I crapped on my own butt. Like uh-huh. that's, that's probably what happened. But yeah, I just assumed, I guess I went out of my way to assume that you that you probably had something you could eat to make yourself diarrhea. Yeah, no, I I can't. Um cuz like I said I I I can digest food. Uh easily and i'm an adult <laughs> dude so i went into uh well when i worked at paragon the casket company i had like tons of stress all day every day mainly did you crap work- in a casket i did not crap in a casket a, a but, crap skit <laughs> but for those <laughs> for those um for those amount of years that for that four years i would say I would say 90 to 95% of my bowel movements were pure diarrhea. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point in my life where I was like, oh, diarrhea is totally normal. So when I would go to the doctor and they ask you, like, are you having diarrhea? I would say no. Mm-hmm. Because what I thought was, are you having more diarrhea than you normally do? Yeah, that was not the case, but (laughs) probably for like the average healthy male, I was like 70% higher diarrhea or more like, do we need to get off? I feel like we need to get off of diarrhea. Well, I was was just going to say, I mean, I, I don't think, I think that the average is probably like having it, I don't know, between 35 and 40 times a day. (laughs) that's at least that's about the number i'm at so i I think i'm about average (laughs) so as long as you're around those numbers you should be fine yeah (laughs) yeah well and also i would say i don't have that issue anymore it oh okay that's good currently my life if i have diarrhea it does come to me as a surprise like Mm -hmm. I don't throw a party for having a solid BM. Like, 
Oh, here's the other third thing. Here's the other third thing in my life that's changing, Trevor. Mm -hmm. I might join the Catholic Church. Was that you or Hank Hill? Now, Nate, you can't just go around joining all these churches. (laughs) Dude, my favorite episode of King of the Hill, probably. uh, It's hard to pick a favorite, but I do love when uh, Hank and Peggy get snubbed at church because the new new couple take their church pew because they're late. Yeah. And uh, they uh, they end up going to that mega church, and mm-hmm. uh, they get worn ragged. And then they uh, Hank ends up at Lucky's church. I've seen that. I've seen that once before. Um, that one in particular. I've I've seen all of them, but. Yeah, I remember that one. And then I remember the one where, which reminds me of your diarrhea, um, the one where Bobby eats all of the fish in the church. Yeah, the lutefisk, yeah. Yeah, and then he he like, <laughs> he gets super, super sick. He's just sitting there eating it in the bathroom. <laughs> Doesn't he burn, the, he burns <laughs> the church down? Yeah. <laughs> and Cotton, Cotton says, it was the smelly man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the smelly man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's he, dude, what's that what's that Cotton Hill quote that you used to say all the time? Oh dude, I quoted so much of him. Oh, I, I think it remember. was uh I think it was I kill fitty men. <laughs> yeah, I kill fitty men. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite parts or a couple of my favorite quotes of him is um, when he gives uh, Bobby the shotgun and um, and Peggy's like, uh, he shoots the pinata and she goes, Cotton, you gave a, a loaded gun? He's like, well, you don't give a toy with no batteries, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, one of my absolute favorites, actually, the, I think this is my by far the, my favorite quote of Cotton Hill was when he goes, uh, sorry, I'm late, everybody. I had to stop by the wax museum and give the finger to FDR. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's not not just Cotton, because I think every character on that show is incredibly complex. Mm-hmm. But. I think Cotton is one of the most complex because he uh, just the the level of detail that they give him in like his war backstory and uh, yeah. when they first meet when everybody uh, first meets Khan and they're saying that he's Japanese or Chinese or something and he says yeah. Cotton comes up and he says he's Laotian yeah. <laughs> oh he's Laotian aren't you Mister Khan <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's Hank's new neighbor. He's Japanese. He's like, no, it's the ocean. Aren't you, Mr. Khan? Yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I've seen that show since uh, probably August of 2021. Because <clears throat> we, we watched almost the whole season uh, when mm. we had COVID. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like that and Malcolm in the Middle, I didn't even want to watch anymore because uh, – I, every time I would try to turn it on, it was like, or even I would like sit on the page on Hulu and go to hit play and like wouldn't because um, I couldn't make myself because I kept thinking about having COVID and I was like, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> Dude, did your, uh, did your 2022 fly by? Um, Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, so can't believe it's already 2023. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even remember, not that I don't remember most of 2022, but it was like, the, the thing I remember is like, it was a month, it was like the start of a month, and then it was all the, all of a sudden the next month. Um. Mm-hmm. Luckily, January of 2023 has been pretty slow so far. I think what's even crazier than that is the fact that we've known each other now like eight or nine years. Eight or Because we years? met each other in 2014, right? Or w- yeah. did you start in Miami in 2015? No, I that started was 2014. in 2014. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we've known each other nine years. That like, is... that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. It's almost ten years. Just it's wild. And I can't even like it dude, it's wild because I it's hard for me to understand that, but at the same time I'm like the um in the time that we spent time together. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't hold so many, like, the volume of memories held in that short amount of time. Like, yeah. That we were always hanging out. It shouldn't, it shouldn't hold what it holds. Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining about it at all, but it definitely, yeah, it definitely should not hold what it holds. Yeah, it was it was it was good times at Miami. We had, uh, I mean, God, at, well, it's like you know that you have fun with your coworkers when they made a specific rule that you and I couldn't work together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like when when Chris and Ricky got so mad that they literally made that a rule that we had to be separate, like. You know that 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 was that was good times going on, and then I think at that point, I'm I'm started talking more to like Jordan and Levi, um, because I would be stuck with them instead, or Troy uh, over at Sundial. Is it bad that I don't know who Levi is? You definitely know Levi. Levi House, little dude. Oh wow! Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Yeah, he. No, it's okay. No one does. Um, but no, he's, yeah, he's like five foot two and 
and he worked at Miami like twenty something years, and then he left and came back. Yeah, I. So I saw Levi probably in I'd say twenty nineteen. We saw him at uh, the Kroger parking lot in Oxford and talked to him for like twenty five minutes, and he'll say. Huh. When I still had Facebook, uh, he would say little stuff on some of my things, and that, yeah, it's funny that I didn't remember him. If you had, I think it's one of those guys where like you have to say the first name and the last name for me to understand mm-hmm. who it is. Um, yeah, because once you said Levi House, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, and he's that guy. <laughs> it's crazy, also how like. It's crazy how stuff falls apart too because like just in general because like my memories of I have two distinct mm-hmm. I, I guess what I'm saying is like how stuff falls apart and then how stuff also can be like um you like almost hyper categorize stuff. So like yeah. um my two distinct memories of Levi were um work starting out at Miami working in uh I only worked in um Serrano, right? Yeah. And so like Levi would come over because um he liked that one Christy lady. Remember her with the blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah. And uh so he would he would come over and like flirt with her or whatever. Um, I believe they're in a relationship. They were, and that's why I'm saying like things fall apart because I, I thought they still I thought they still were last time I checked on uh, Facebook. No, he's in. I think for the last three years he's been in this relationship with some younger girl that's got kids or something. I can't remember mm. her name. She's also blonde. I mean, oh, okay, um, maybe she looks like her then. Maybe that's what I got mixed up. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, of, I would say, at a distance or something. But anyway, so they, uh, yeah. so that's my first memories of Levi. And then my second memories of Levi are from when he, remember he left Armstrong? Mm-hmm. And I ended up working with him um, cleaning uh, dorms in 2015. Yeah. And uh, so we uh, we were cleaning dorms together, and it was it was him and uh, Aaron. Remember Aaron, the Snape, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I hated was, her. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I kind of sort of, I mean, I know why you did, but I, I, I could deal with her. I really could. No. So he, it was me. Levi, Aaron, and then um, did you did you know Jordan Lathery? Uh, vaguely, yeah, yeah. I mean, he you you would have seen him around campus, and uh, if you did anything at Shriver, you might have bumped into him at Shriver. But anyways, so us four worked for the pretty much the whole summer together, uh, doing dorm stuff, just cleaning dorms, and uh, one day it was like. 2 p.m. and our shift ended at like 3.30 or something. 
so we we set Levi set an alarm and we all got into separate bunks in this uh, dorm room and we just took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think back to that and I'm like, how in the hell did we ever get away with that? Yeah. Like. There's a bunch of stuff that we did at Armstrong, just like in food service. I, I, I'm i yeah. sitting here thinking, like, what, how did we get away so with that? So, one night, so one night, I won't say who it was, um, just in case Miami decides to try to press charges, <laughs> but <laughs> um, somebody, somebody had their ID uh, programmed by Jim. Uh, and Jim accidentally, like, gave them access to everywhere. So their key card opened up every single door on campus. And um, when what they did was we we went down and we went in the steam tunnels and we walked around campus because their card could unlock the steam tunnel door in Armstrong. That is so awesome. (laughs) And it was like three in the morning and we were walking around the steam tunnels just checking it out. It was so fun. And like, yeah, some of the stuff we did and like even myself. I was by myself, and I went into the coal uh, plant over by Peabody on Western Campus, <laughs> and uh, I went into that, and I was walking around just exploring, and um, I seen a worker, and he was like, what are you doing in here? And I go, oh, I'm lost, and then I left. Um, but yeah, it was like, we did a lot of stuff we weren't supposed to, I guess. <laughs> that is... That is incredible. I kind of wish was that was that past when I had left. Maybe, yeah, I think so. Because I was going to say, there's no chance that I couldn't have been in that I wouldn't have been in on that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It, yeah, I'm I'm thinking because I know it was late at night. So either I know you weren't there. You were either left for the day or you just weren't working at armstrong anymore that might have been it too because it might have been like you guys were on uh one of those uh yeah because i worked all the time yeah yeah you know me i was always i was always there dude that's i've thought about like i've thought about wanting to go back in that building and just hang out but i know the last time i did it i was like oh no like it just didn't like it felt yucky. Like I, I felt actually sick to my stomach. Like, well, it's so weird that you don't know anyone there anymore. Like no one is there that's the same. So like Chris Piaski isn't there. Sally Shepard's not there. John Pittman's not there. Um, none of the workers. The only one that was like there for a bit, and I don't think he's there anymore, was DeAndre. He was up in catering. Um, but other than that, no one's there. Like Ooh. Jordan left, Troy left, Travis left, Melissa left, April, I think left, Connor went over somewhere else. Like no one's there. April, um, April went down to, um, Maple street last I knew. And that was like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. I assume she's still on campus, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's just weird, you know, walking in and not not recognizing anyone, um, not being able to really talk to anybody or none of the students, none of the full time staff. 
no one. It's completely different. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's why I felt bad because maybe it's like, well, there's 800 people in this building and I don't know a single one of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. I mean, it does make you feel bad, and it, I think it's just the memories and stuff too. I mean, like it was we had so much fun there, even though we hated that job, we had so much fun. Well, and that's what made it. I mean, it's it's one of those things like you do. we could have just complained and cried, but we just like stuck our heads out and did something like, yeah. And like, I was thinking about it the other day, like, um, crap. Well, never mind. I had something specific right on the tip of my tongue and (laughs) (laughs) three, three of like the funniest memories I had. There was, when uh when I threw that tomato at you uh in pulley and it like splattered all over your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that and then um uh Silas uh gave me an omelet one time and I was like that was good and it was right after the Avengers movie came out. So I so I go, that was good, another and I slammed the ceramic plate onto the counter and it just shatters everywhere. <laughs> oh, you were a it, customer? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I wasn't on the clock then. And everybody freaked out. They were laughing, but they no one expected me to do that. And I just I just shattered that plate in my hand. And um they're like, oh dude, they're gonna be mad. I'm like, what are they gonna do? I'm a customer. <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh the other one was when when Kristen, you remember her like kind of slow. Um, she started and she was working in Main Street or not Main, um, Haynes with Boomer, and yeah. uh, she emptied out the entire fryers all over the floor. And uh, she because she didn't have that like the metal rolling tray underneath of it, she just opened up the valves and oil went all over the floor. And she calls for help and Boomer comes down from like Pooley and I come down and then um, Amber comes down and we all three look at it. Boomer goes, what are you doing? And he turns off the valve, stops the oil. And then she looks at the floor, looks at all of us and goes, my ride's here and then leaves. Oh, (laughs) and Amber, Amber was like, (laughs) like Tim, Trevor, can you clean this up? God, it was so funny, but we took our time. We literally we made it we made it like a 30 minute job into like four hours. Me and Boomer just standing there talking, cleaning oil. It's awesome. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I um I got to thinking about this when you said Amber. So I forgot that she was our manager for like a little while. Yeah. And uh I went I went into the back door of um Okay, so I, I guess before I say this the way I was going to say it, I need to back up. I parked on uh, campus, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure why I parked on campus. I think Cook Field was like blocked off and there were limited spaces or something. So I went up, I parked on campus, and I walked <laughs> down Spring to work. Yeah. I'm walking down Spring. Um, and this car drives by, it's 
it's Brad Martin's old actor that he used to drive. Yeah. And I, it's funny. All I saw was this arm hanging out of the passenger side. Mm-hmm. And I exactly knew whose arm it was. <laughs> so I'm running down the street, screaming and yelling for them to stop. And they stopped at that stop sign just before, um, uh, just before Armstrong. Yeah. And I finally caught up and it was the arm was uh, one of my friends from growing up, Michael. He had come in from town. He had been living in Florida for like a while, maybe yeah. a year, year or more or something. He got married and was in Florida. And mm-hmm. he had uh, he had come up, he come up. Oh, my God. He had came <laughs> up. I, I speak English. He, he had came up to Indi- uh, back to Ohio to get a job because they wanted to move back up here. His wife, he left his pregnant wife in Florida um, yeah. at her parents' house. <laughs> so until he got a job and got money saved to move her up. So he, he came up at that, at that point. Um, it kind of su- was, he came up to surprise Brad and I. Well, yeah. Um, so I ran up to the car, figured all that out. And they were like, well, we wanted to hang out with you. And I was like, well, the only reason I'm in Oxford is because I have to work today. Yeah. And they were like, well, that's whatever. We'll we'll get with you soon. And I was like, no way. So I said, hang. I said, park like Brad knew where, where to park right behind Armstrong. You know, I was like, just park behind mm-hmm. Armstrong. I was like, I'm going to run up that way. I'm going to see what I can do. So I go into the office and... uh I was sweating because it was the summer. I had my chef coat on and I was running, right? Yeah. And I, I run in the office and Amber um, Amber's there. And I was like, hey, Amber, I was like, I am not feeling good. So I came here to tell you that. And she mm-hmm. said, you drove an hour to tell me that you are feeling bad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, I'm feeling so bad. I was like. Look at all the sweat on my forehead. And mm-hmm. she's like, she's like, you're lying, but go ahead. I'll I'll write you down for a for a paid day off. Like for a sick yeah. day. I was like, sweet. And then I hung out with Michael and Brad and <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty fun. But like she I think at that point she just let me do it because I was gonna do it regardless if she told me that I had to work or not. Or that yeah. I was getting paid or not, I was still gonna do it. So, yeah, because <laughs> um, I think that was in that was probably in 2016. And yeah, by yeah. then I just didn't give two flips at all. No, that would have been in 2015. But already by then I didn't give two flips about it. So, mm. my um my two favorite memories with her was um. One night at Pooley, it was the night of the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather fight, and uh, I was at Brick Street watching the fight, and I was supposed to start work at like midnight, and the fight was supposed to be over at midnight, and it went over a few minutes. It went over like maybe ten or fifteen minutes. So I call and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna be late," and she's like, "Oh, we really need you here. Like, it, there's no, you know, no employees here. It's me and um." I think his name was Matt. I think it was another, it was the really tall guy. He had like a blondish goatee and a couple tattoos and he was a manager. He was really quiet and really like strict and 
stern. Um, but mm. do you remember him? He he had like blonde hair. He had like short blonde hair. A goatee. He was a, he was a third shift manager. Third and first and stuff. He was just he was really strict and like scary to talk to. Like no one liked. No one liked talking to him because he just had no emotion. He was like super flat. Um, I think his name was Matt. No, I don't remember that guy at all. I think he was over Pooley a lot, <clears throat> but um, uh, so Wait I, a second. I, uh, I think I do. I think I do remember he was really tatted up, right? No, he had a few. He had a few tats on his arm. Um, he had like his wife's name on his arm or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead though. Yeah. But he, so I, I call her, she's like kind of mad and I was like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not able to you know make it. I'll, I'll try to get in as soon as possible. I'm just running a little late. So I go in to pulley. I'm like maybe 30 minutes late at this point. And, uh, I walk in and, and her and Matt's working pulley. And she's like, thank God you're here. And uh, I go, yeah, I was at, I was at um, Brick Street watching the boxing match. <laughs> and uh, I just assume Matt's going to be like super mad like he always is. And he just looks up and he goes, oh, man, who won? And he's like got the biggest smile like on his face. And Amber got so mad at him because she wanted him to like be mad at me. And he actually wasn't at all. He was like, he was like, yeah, I would have missed it, too. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. And then uh, the second memory of her was actually after. I don't I can't remember if I had graduated already at that point. I don't think so. I can't remember, but I was at, I was at Brick Street and, um, uh, she hadn't, she didn't work at Armstrong anymore. It was after she had left and I'm standing there on the dance floor and it's crowded and stuff. And then I see her and then we make eye contact and then she like smiles and I, I was like, it's amber so then i walk over to her and then we danced with each other uh for a couple hours and she was like bumping and grinding on me wow well you'll never give that memory up for anything will (laughs) no that's incredible because like yeah she i'm free to say she was a incredibly attractive woman i think yeah yeah i don't know where her husband was i don't know it was just her. It was her and like three or four of her girlfriends, like other women that, you know, about her age. They were in like some sort of like little group together. But yeah. Well, you don't hear this often, but go, go, Trevor. <laughs> it, go, Trevor. It is your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I never get this right. Are you 29? Yes. Okay. So we we are the same age for a week. For a week, that's right. From from November sixth, my birthday, until November fifteenth, yours, we are the same age. So I was twenty nine, you were twenty nine, and then you turned thirty. Um, yeah. 
I'm going to try so to keep again that. again in November, we'll be the same age again for another week. November 6th. Hmm. <laughs> Are you afraid of that? Afraid of what? November 30? 6th? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no to either of those. <laughs> well, right on. That's, um, dude. So you started the podcast with a pee break. I've got to end it with a pee break. Um, Sounds good. And I've got a meeting to go to anyway at uh, one minute and it's 10 minutes from my house. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on my bed. <laughs> well, Hey, we'll end this both sitting on our bed. Um, thanks for coming on, man. And we'll, uh, do you have one last piece of wisdom at the end here? Um, make sure you don't get any on the floor <laughs> and lick your hands afterwards. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. We'll catch you. Yep. See you. Peace.